This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's talk about the golf tournament this weekend because that's all, right. all we watched at my house this weekend because like i said my husband loves golf and plus it was a good one the genesis invitational it's tigers tournament and plus it was the big cats triumphant return to competitive play we hadn't seen him play a full uh four rounds of golf in a long time because the last time we saw him play was over at saint andrews where i don't think he made it uh the entire tournament because we know he's been dealing with health issues but the real story of this tournament was really the dominance of John Rahm. He wins it, Mm -hmm. shoots a 17 under par, his fifth win in his last nine starts. He now has three tournament wins this calendar year, 10 PGA Tour wins, and is expected to be the new world number one uh, when the rankings come out later this week. Uh, A heartbreaker for Max Homa, though. He very much had a shot uh, especially after 12, because John Rahm bogeyed on 12, opening the mm-hmm. door for Max Homa. But then it was John Rahm really pouring it on uh, with some big-time putts down the stretch. And you could tell Max Homa was really heartbroken. He's a California guy. I believe most yeah. of his tournament wins have come in California, and he was holding back tears at his press conference uh, after the tournament. But a good tournament. And we've had some great leaderboards. Um, sometimes the favorites of the play – that was the play here. John Rahm mm-hmm. was the favorite entering this tournament, and he cashed despite being the shortest odds. I felt bad for Max Homa because you're right. He was emotional, and he was so close. He almost chipped in on 18. I mean, that ball, it wasn't like, oh, it was close. I mean, it just popped Hit right the over stick, the hole. Oh, yeah, it sure did. I mean, he, he was that close to forcing, which would have been an all-timer, and, and forcing – you know, an extra round or extra hole and forcing a playoff. It was unreal. But John Rahm deserved to win this thing. That putt on 14 from 45 foot away right there on the fringe was just about as clutch as it gets. And now he's number one in the world once again. I, I read this stat, Chelsea, and it, it was just mind-blowing to me. I'm not trying to make it about Tiger yet because I know we're going to talk about Tiger. But John Rahm is going to be number one in the world for the 44th week. That is 11th most all time. So very impressive no matter what. Roy McIlroy is number two all time with 122 weeks at number one, but Tiger is number one all time with 683, which just goes to show like how dominant he was during his heyday. But good on John Rahm. He's the best golfer in the world for a reason, and he looked that way this weekend. Oh, for sure. And it's just not a one time thing. Like I said, he's been on absolute fire over these hmm, past year, I guess you should say. Uh, But from a betting perspective, it is so difficult to win outrights in golf, especially if you have a super long shot, because we'll see these guys that I don't want to call them no-namers because they certainly deserve to have a name because they're on the PGA Tour and they're good golfers. But we saw guys like Keith Mitchell kind of in the fold early on in this tournament. But we've heard this narrative before, how it is completely different to lead a tournament going into Saturday as it is, you know, leading a tournament 
at the end and leading a tournament mm-hmm. going into Sunday because there's some extra gear that I believe these top guys in on tour like just go to. I'm not sure what it mm-hmm. is, but it's a different feel when you're trying to win a tournament on Sunday, which makes it difficult because on our show, it's not like we want to just come out here and give the favorite every single weekend. But like I said, some of these leaderboards have been so chalky. It's been all favorites, and it's been these guys that just – in recent form, have been amazing. Like Max Holm has been yeah. playing really well as of late. Uh, Patrick Patrick Cantlay is not really a dark horse in this one. Will Zalatoris, we know he can string together uh, some good starts. So it's tough from a betting perspective. And also, you can have a great read on a golfer, but if he finishes mm-hmm. second, you get zero dollars. So betting outright is really tough. Oh, it's extremely difficult. I will say, of course, there are a lot of people who like to bet. Top fives, top tens, right. top twenties, whatever it may it, it may be. Uh, John Rahm has been, and I know it's at minus money, but he has been a money maker as far as finishing. Well, he's in never the top at minus 10. money to start a tournament. He's always like plus four fifty. Well, no, I'm talking about if you want him to finish in the top ten. Certainly, it's going to be plus oh, money. But if you want, yeah, if you bad. want John Rahm to finish in top ten, you're going to lay some sort of money there. But in his last ten tournaments, he has finished in the top ten all ten tournaments. He's won yeah. five out of his last nine tournaments. So that's just about as red hot as you can get. I don't know long, know how long he can continue this streak of finishing in the top 10, but at least what we've seen recently is that has just been money. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about the big cats. I know people are like, well, what about Tiger Woods? Well, he had some good rounds. He shot two rounds under par, but then uh, it all fell apart on Sunday. You could tell he was yeah. really hurting. I remember watching this. And they were filming him walking down the stairs. And it looked painful. At one point, Mm -hmm. I thought he was going to fall. And I'm like, oh, my God. Can somebody not give him a hand? Can somebody not point him the direction of a ramp? Um, So it's just another case of Tiger Woods. He has some good rounds in him. It's just a matter of stringing together four good rounds. And when the top guys on tour are playing this good of golf, like Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any room for error. Like, I am starting to lose faith that Tiger Woods is going to win another tournament. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, I don't, I don't think he will win another major at all. I think there's a possibility he could maybe win another tournament, but Tiger, again, is in his mid-40s now, and his body is completely banged up. And I think because Tiger has been so superhuman for the vast majority of his career – we forget that. There is a reason why Tiger opened as 150 to 1 to win that tournament. Of course, it dropped down to 125 to 1 because people are always going to bet on Tiger, but it really is about his body and whether or not he just has the strength. I thought it was pretty telling when it was over when Tiger was asked about his future and he said, Look, essentially, this is the new normal for me. No matter how much better my body improves, like it, it may get a little bit better. But at the end of the day, he said, I'm going to try to play all four majors and maybe two or three more events a year. That's it. 
So if you're expecting Tiger to get back on the tour full-time where he's playing week in and week out, you will never see that again. Tiger himself said, my body cannot do it. Between my back, between my leg, like there's just no way. The preparation it takes to get ready for a tournament and then the beating that his body takes walking for all four rounds, he just can't handle it. So we're going to see Tiger few and far between. And honestly, Chelsea, if there's anybody who can do it, of course, it's Tiger, but he's older and also it's difficult to do when you're you're playing sort of spot duty, if you will, when you're not playing on a regular basis and you're just playing the big events. Oh, for sure. And he's been pretty upfront about that. Uh, as oh, far yeah. as his finish, as far as his finish goes, he finished tied for 45th, which is admirable considering, you know, all the pain that he was going through finished at a one under for the weekend, but here are his scores 69, 74, 67, and 73. So moving forward, I think the way that Tiger Woods is maybe in the first round, because he does normally come out firing, because uh, it's his health that is normally the issue. And plus, he was plus money, I believe, to make the cut. And he made the cut, uh, despite shooting a 74 in the second round. So there are ways to bet on Tiger. If you just want to put some fun money down, like don't bet on him to win, but maybe you can bet on him to make the cut. Yeah, I think that's probably the best way to do it because that's going to be the big question each and every time he enters, which is, can he make the cut? But I will say, you are throwing your money away. I don't know how many times you have to say this on the show. You are throwing your money away if you're betting on Tiger to win a tournament. You can talk to me all day about how it's Tiger Woods. It's Tiger Woods. I get it. He is awesome. I love Tiger. But when you watch him, I mean, even the the metrics, like his his swing speed, his driving off the tee, by the time he gets to the fourth round, he just doesn't have, his body just cannot handle it. So as much as it would be an amazing story, and I will be more than happy to eat my words and play this soundbite a year from now, two years from now, and how I doubted Tiger, but man, just him finishing, I thought, was a victory in and of itself. He has not finished a tournament period since last April at the Masters. So just doing that was a huge step forward for him. Right, but the problem is he's only going to be playing in in, uh, majors or like his tournament, so it's going to be really tough fields to compete in because the majors are the best in the world. Like, there are no layups. It's not the John Deere Classic where he has a chance to win it. And also, this course is fairly walkable. Like, uh, the first hole and the 18th hole has some hills to it, and there are some stairs, but compared to the other courses on tour – like, this is not one of the more difficult ones. So if he's having trouble with this one, it's probably not going to go well at some of these other courses. Uh, but the other storyline before we talk about the Daytona 500 for a quick second is the next time we have the Genesis Invitational, I think I got to put a bet on Max Homa. Because he said after the tournament, he said, yeah, I'm going to win one. I'm going to win the next one. Because uh, he was so heartbroken. And like I said, he's played so well in California. So maybe next year, I will be betting on Max Homa. But let's get to the Daytona 500 because it is a big one when it comes to NASCAR. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. wins his first Daytona 500 that ends up being the Daytona 500, uh, Daytona 530, I should say, due to overtime rules. Late crashes meant an extra 12 laps a run, and Stenhouse getting his first win in 199 races. Jenks, do you follow NASCAR? I feel like it's not as big as it used to be. No, there was a time when NASCAR just got red hot and then completely fell off. And I think there's a few reasons for that. But the takeaway here is I was really happy for Ricky Steinhaus Jr. 
He had not won in 199 races. That's a winless streak of five years. And then also, I thought this was pretty interesting. His crew chief, Mike Kelly, said Ricky's biggest problem as a driver is that he doesn't believe he can win. He doesn't have that confidence in himself, certainly didn't before yesterday. So they put a note inside his car that said, quote, we believe to try and inspire him to win this race. And you know what? It worked. That's why he's the crew chief. Well, that's a good story. Maybe I need to yeah. finally tune into some NASCAR because I just, it doesn't have the star power that it used to. Uh, no. I could be wrong. Uh, go ahead and throw tomatoes at me. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.